Hey, everybody. Welcome to our show that I hope is uh, I hope is being broadcast and I hope is being recorded. You know what I hate, Hot Stuff? What do you hate? Fucking computers, fucking audio equipment, all of that. And that mouse that you threw across the room? Yeah. No, that mouse, I... You know, <laughs> what's funny is that that mouse, I put it over on that shelf because it was broken. And I'm like, you know what? That shelf is not the garbage. I should have put that mouse in the garbage because that mouse was broken. But it betrayed could, me. It betrayed me one time too many. You could donate it to some school. It betrayed me. It interfered with what I was trying to do, and so I children. fucking threw it across the room. I just I <laughs> hurled it as far away from me as I could. So, mouse. what is it about Windows that <clears throat> if you turn off the computer, uh, it suddenly forgets all of your settings for all of your attached USB audio devices? Yeah, I don't know. Because that seems yeah, it was a mess. that seems like a negative design choice I would there. I would like the listeners to know that I didn't want to turn the computer off hot stuff was like <laughs> I think we should turn the computer off in between the shows time to fall to on change, your sword <laughs> to change as little as possible yeah I'm going to send you out to fall on your sword hot stuff I, I stand no, by you're that right. decision it makes sense it makes sense you should stand by that decision I, I think it is uh, kind of crazy bullshit that 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 causes all kinds of problems you know what I've uh, you know what I've learned causes all kinds of problems is this broadcast bullshit yeah, because you've uh, you've now done a podcast where you uh, you just recorded it with no broadcast. I did, and it was sweet. Stage. And then I played some. I played some. I made some little accordion stings. Yeah, yeah. Is that where you? Uh... You know how like scorpions have a book lung and also a stinger. No, a oh. book lung is like an accordion that they breathe with. I see. Oh. Yeah, I did not know that. No, scorpions are polka connoisseurs. <laughs> huh. uh, one of these days. One of these days, my chickens are going to eat some scorpions. You don't think they gonna, have already? I Well, I don't know. Maybe they found one. We thought for a while that maybe uh, Lily had gotten stung on the foot by a scorpion. She was walking along like she didn't know where her leg was. It was clumsy. It was like she was drunk. She kept stepping on her own foot. So what are, what are, what are the chickens named? Uh, so so I, I let somebody else name them for me. And they're named uh, Penelope, Persephone, and Lily. I named Lily. She asked if uh, she asked if two of them could be named Penelope and Persephone, and I said yes, but only if the third one has a four-letter name, and that name is Lily. <laughs> so I guess I named one of them. The one that got stung by a scorpion. I guess what I've learned is that I shouldn't name things because tragedy will befall them. You have spent a lot of time killing scorpions with your four-letter named World of Warcraft character. That's true. Well, with my, you know, my one of my four-letter names. So I decided a long time ago that the right thing to do when you're making an account in a video game where other people are going to have to type your name all the time is to have a four-letter name. Hmm. Riff agrees with me. I, I guess so, yes. By accident. <laughs> Which By is accident. funny given that, like, because of the popularity of the names that you guys have chosen, now you'll occasionally you have to be Rifflesby or Jicklesby. Yeah. Sure, that's true, yeah. <laughs> or Jickington, Riffington. Yep. Um... That's basically it, though. No, normally, things don't have all three of those taken. Although now that I've said that in a public <laughs> forum, everyone is going out and registering for everything as Jick, Jigglesby, Jickington, Riff, Rifflesby, Riffington. Yep. That's a long name, though. You don't do that in World of Warcraft, Riff. Uh, no, because I use all female characters in World of Warcraft. And you, you don't think they'd be even I guess sexier I, if they had a I male could name theoretically, like Riff? yeah. I mean, Riff is a valid female name. Uh, there's a female character named Riff in the Gunsmith Cats manga. Hmm. There are many, many ways to refer to a female in only four letters. <laughs> like, uh, um, baby. Baby. Uh, lady. Doll. Love. Mm -hmm. Um, s snip. <laughs> Sweet, if you misspell it. S sweat. 
Uh, if you're referring to uh, to Laura Ingalls Wilder, you can refer to her using two four-letter names, Half Pint. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Her dad called her Half Pint. Girl. Girl, yeah. Girl, yeah, yeah. Uh, W-O-M-N, if you're uh, trying to talk to a feminist who doesn't want men in her name. Right. I thought they usually, they usually substituted the Eve with a Y. Did you hear about the feminist who was dying of spinal meningitis? No. She was like, it's spinal person and jazz. <laughs> and then she died. Yeah, I, see. <laughs> I don't actually know if a feminist ever got meningitis. <laughs> the odds the odds are pretty good that that has happened at least yeah. once. How many feminists are there? And how many people get spinal meningitis? I had a teacher at my high school who got spinal meningitis. What about the feminist who gets stung by the Portuguese man of war? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What about the frog that gets stung by the scorpion? Was I mean, he knew it was a scorpion. Turtle, I think. Was it a turtle? I think it was a turtle. I thought it was a frog. Different versions. Because it's the frogs don't tend to like let things ride on their backs across rivers. Yeah, but turtles don't tend to be vulnerable to stings through their (laughs) shells. Well, it wouldn't be through the shell. It would be on like on the head or something. Hmm. So a turtle was letting the thing ride on its head. Yeah. So we're super quiet on the radio stream and, and and you know what we apparently don't care <laughs> my my understanding is that in order for us to be audible these two knobs that i'm looking at that are at three quarters need to be at no four quarters if, if we turn them all the way up there's this deafening buzz is what i'm it's, saying it's I, deafening to i have you i can turn us up in the original in the the preamp I just turned us up and we're much louder now. Yeah. Fuck this broadcast nonsense. Are, what, are, we, are we much louder on the, the, the meter? No. Seriously? No. Okay. It didn't do anything. Okay. It never does anything. The only thing that ever does anything is turning some of the knobs all the way up and some of them all the way down. Those yeah. do things. That's, that seems <laughs> terrible because it is, it will be, it will, there will be blood if we turn those all the way up. This will be no country for old men <laughs> if we turn them all the way up. Uh, uh, ch- China, Chinatown. <laughs> pass. Pass. <laughs> uh, so, uh, has anybody been playing any fucking video games? I, uh, I played Sorry, this I'm awesome playing. game called Parallels today where I tried to install <laughs> some Windows XP on them. That was, that was no fun. Yeah, trying, to get, trying to get like software that doesn't run natively on your operating system to run on your operating system is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, like, like bookkeeping software. You yeah. know, one thing we've learned, uh, boy, do not get in trouble with the IRS because once you get on the IRS shit list, they will so relentlessly refuse to answer or return your calls yeah. that you will just be sitting there like, what the fuck, Officer Valenzuela? Why won't you call us back? You loved us enough to send us this letter saying we owed you all this money. Why don't you love us enough to actually come and yell at us? Maybe that's exactly the message you need to leave on his phone. Yeah. I've tried I've tried pleading. I've yeah, tried. We, like I feel like both hot stuff and I have left have left normal businessy voicemails. We've left angry voicemails. We've left fucking please pretty please call us back we're flipping our shit here we're freaking out we're freaking out man you must know what that's like yeah i'm guessing mr valenzuela i'm sorry officer valenzuela you didn't go to you didn't go to irs heavy school to be called mr i guess you didn't you didn't claw your way across the border to be called senor see i'm guessing i'm guessing officer valenzuela is a, a latino you think? It could be a Latina. 
No, it's a man. We've heard his voice. We've heard his voice. We've yeah. heard his voice on a voicemail. Uh, yeah, business, man. Business. It should be a rule that if they don't get back in touch with you, you don't have to pay. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the, the technic- problem technically, with all of this stuff is that technically we, we, we did not get back in touch with them for two years. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah I, I can imagine how. Well, when, yeah, but when, now the ball's when in a, Yeah, court. when an organization uh, that you've been trying to get a hold of uh, ignores you, unbe- unbeknownst to the majority of them for two years, uh, you don't necessarily... You know, you know, you don't necessarily merit a call back right away. I guess maybe he's just letting us stew. Maybe he's it's like, oh, now possible. they're the yeah. bird on the wire. Yeah, now, could be. now John Doe has the upper hand. The only problem that I see with that whole scenario is that theoretically, as time passes, more like interest accrues on like yeah debts or whatever. So I, mean, I, I get I get more interested in it with every <laughs> passing moment. Sure. <sighs> Kids, don't ever do anything that earns any money. That's the take home. Well, lesson. if you do, just don't report it to the government. Yeah, just yeah. right. Yeah. Just take cash, take cash, take like, cash, convert it into like gold and diamonds and bury it in your yard. Yeah, yeah. maybe like if you if you, well, let's say let's but say you don't necessarily kid. get to keep your yard either, so that's a little dangerous. Oh, oh yeah, they, they can they can okay, put then, a lien against yeah. your yard. Yeah, then you need to turn it into into uh, valuable diamonds and have them implanted <laughs> under your skin. St- okay, spend all of the money that you earn on a gold watch and store it up your ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that way, no matter what they do, maybe to you. maybe like a gold butt plug would that be less uncomfortable? Well, that would be sticking out, and your captors would see it. Oh, okay. A gold butt insert. Okay, is that not what a butt plug is? Well, I feel like a butt plug has a base. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right, so that you can pull it out without yeah. surgery. All you, your base you are make a solid gold yeah. light bulb and stick it up your butt, <laughs> and the world would be the path to your ass. <laughs> yes, build a better solid gold mousetrap, and with the money that you've earned from that solid gold mousetrap, build an even larger solid gold mousetrap for your ass. <laughs> why do you? Why does your your ass need to be caught in a mousetrap? These. How do you? Uh, how I do you, you like, want to keep mice out of your ass? Oh, so it's your, your, I see. So, so they won't steal your gold or your cheese. <laughs> your butt cheese. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe. It's, it's critically important butt cheese that you're stealing, that you're storing there. Uh, Propane Studio says, uh, if you hate it, then why are you fucking computers in the first place? Because I never learned how to talk to real girls. <laughs> I mean, hell, you've got that peripheral. You might as well get some use out of They've it. They've got all these ports. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's weird, though, is that I can never figure out, because my penis isn't clearly labeled, which, I can never which tell which direction is up. Yeah. It's it's really aggravating. Get a tattoo. Oh, okay. A USB tattoo. Well, welcome to Jamaica, Mon. Have a nice day. That, that actually would be kind of an awesome tattoo. Except it wouldn't mean anything, right? Like, it'd be like, no, sorry, baby, you got to turn over. Oh, wait, no, 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 turn back over. Fuck. Well, no, I, I always mean, get it wrong on the first it'd be, try. It'd be kind of awesome if you got matching tattoos with, like, you know, your significant other, right? I had some friends that, uh, that, uh, 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 a couple. That, Upgraded. That, well, that were, uh, considering getting tab A and slot B tattoos, but, uh, I don't on think they ever did. On their dong and snatch? Yes. Huh. Respectively. Aren't you usually supposed to put tab A into slot A? That's what you would think, but that never seems to be how the joke goes when people tell it. Yeah. Maybe it's one of those things where art does not was necessarily it, reflect well, reality. Was it, yeah. was it some guy and his girlfriend or some guy and his mistress? Because like, that would definitely be a slot B. <laughs> yeah. 
you, you took me you took me aback you, i guess you caught, so you caught me off guard there ah boy uh sorry about the late start uh kids uh sorry about the sorry about the frustration yeah i hope uh, i hope it was clear that we had some usb troubles <laughs> yeah jesus christ none of the troubles involved uh not knowing which way was up that's true that's that's something i guess riff you've been playing any video games uh played a little Radiant Historia. I played through like the first gym of the new Pokemon. Pokemon Black. Pokemon Black. Was it Jim Belushi? Uh no. When you say Jim Was it Jim Davis, mean, creator of Garfield? G Y M or G E M? G Y M. I see. Oh right. You Jim can't distinguish gem. between those two sounds. Are they two different words? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So for the for the listeners who are not aware of of Hot Stuff's peculiarities, he cannot hear the difference between the word pin and the word pen. He's he says he's saying two different words, <laughs> but I know this is some sort of elaborate joke. Can you not? Okay, so the does yeah. does the place where you go to work out and the precious the stone on your jewel, the gym, are those the same sound yes, to you? They okay. are totally. Yeah. So the this same is sound. Huh. yeah. So the, 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 this is another example of two things that are not at all homophones that you consider homophones because of an inability to distinguish between two totally different sounds. Uh, it's weird. I mean, you know, I can't tell the difference between some shades of red and some shades of green. Yep. So we need to figure out a way to make it so that you can't hear me at all. Like I can't see you at all when you're wearing a Freddy Krueger costume. <laughs> well, you just seem like a floating head and and razor blade glove. We were looking up. Uh, we were looking up details of the Nightmare on Elm Street canon last night. I I feel that it would be a lot more poignant. A Nightmare on Elm Street would be a lot more interesting as a work of art if Freddy Krueger had not been a bad guy before he was murdered by the parents oh. if it had been a mistake but oh, i don't think they were going for poignancy though you know sure yeah but, but i think it would it be i think been. that would make a more interesting story yeah. well okay so maybe if it's it, a if it's a more justified like vengeance story wasn't the story that wasn't the story that like there were screams coming from his house and a police officer went inside and found him torturing a child but he got acquitted because the officer didn't have a warrant yes wow <laughs> or probable cause yeah because a screaming child is not probable cause when you're investigating a child torturer <laughs> right. right in the in the fiction of nightmare you know i mean perhaps perhaps frederick krueger just had a good uh, good lawyer it would be kind of ironic if you know some like his older brother was the one who was actually committing all the crimes and poor young Freddy Krueger got the rap and got uh, he got, got lynched. He got fingered. Yeah, <laughs> they pointed at him. So Freddy got fingered for, yes. for. Was that the joke there you were going I was, for? Well, I was, that, that was in the background of yeah. the whole thing. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I also played some Radiant Historia. Um, what is this game? It's that time travel game, the DS game, the RPG that we were talking about before. It when you say of, before, do you mean like on next week's on podcast? The le- yes, on next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It kind of doesn't make any fucking sense. You mean like the different timelines yeah. and the interaction between them? Yeah. I think I feel like on the whole it does, although there are a couple glaring exceptions. I mean, I so there's a point where the timeline diverges and there's a the, you you choose whether to go with this like new uh you go with your old friend and you join his military division or you continue to work for the like special intelligence division that you start out working for. Um and if you if you go the intelligence route, you get to this like you go to a mine where there is supposed to be like a military operation happening, and there is a merchant 
who I was supposed to... the other way around. You think? I think you get to the mine in the army. Well, either way. In one either branch, way. you get to a mine, and there's a merchant that was supposed to have delivered some explosives, and the explosives are not there. And so you, you, you're just stuck. The only choice that you can make leads to, like, an end-of-the-world branch, right? Okay. Then you go back and make the other decision at a point that is, according to the book, later like both in a separate time stream and significantly later in time than the point at which you get stuck without those explosives and rescue the merchant. I'm not sure that that's true. I don't, I don't think that map is in scale for time. I mean, it is divided up into prologue and chapter one and you rescue the merchant in chapter one so that he will still be alive on an alternate timeline in the prologue. Yeah, but I'm not sure that, I'm not sure that translates to Actual chapter one in the one branch being, yeah, being before the events of. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't think well, that's a I linear mean, scale. What but, it basically, but, what it basically but the does larger is it, point, it creates a system where I do not understand how causality works. Yeah, well, and, which makes yeah. it very difficult to understand. Like, where do I need to go to fix this problem? Yeah, definitely the 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 point that 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 saving the merchant from being killed in the one timeline causes him to still be alive in the other timeline makes no sense. What what I don't understand though is like what is the what is the um point of like traveling back and forth between the timelines? Like are they are they connected still somehow? Like you're trying to figure out like basically these people who are kind of overseeing time in general okay have determined that there is there is still a chance that the civilization on this planet will not be wiped out but that it's going to require a whole bunch of work by you know the chosen one and that's you it's like basically you trying to figure out exactly how everything needs to go down in order to yeah. save the world from this cataclysm what 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 path you need you need to take through all the different choices that you're given so if you had done the if you had saved the merchant first before you went to the mine mm -hmm. would you you wouldn't have noticed the I think you would yeah you would not you would simply not see that Yeah there was event. a thing where I was I got kind of stuck and I and I asked Riff like how the fuck do I get past this and he was like I don't know I did it in the opposite order than you did and it just worked and then I just went back and it had changed as a result of me just experiencing Could a thing in the you other timeline. Could you accidentally get it right on the first get try? All of them right in the first no, try. No, you can't because you learn things in alternate because you are a constant. You learn yeah. things in alternate versions of time. Like you will make a decision that results in you learning how to blow up barrels and then the world dying. And then go you have to go back through the right decision. And now that you can blow up barrels, you can proceed further towards. So it, further it towards does the gate it by requiring you to go through alternate timelines. So you can't yeah. just do the, the the optimal path the first time through. Correct. I mean, it is. If you think about it, just in a pure like graph theory perspective, it's like you've got a typical RPG that takes place on a map. Right. But then you've got this like meta map. Which is your actual progress through the game? Yeah, which is the which is the the timeline stuff, and the meta map has some rules of causality that are that are odd, um, you know. Well, because I mean, even in a in a conventional video game, there's like, you know, 
blocks you can't get past because you don't know how to blow them up or whatever on just in a physical space map. So you have to come back to those places. Sure. And so it sounds like it's doing the exact same thing, but instead of there being locations on a map, there's locations in time. Yeah. 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 Which which is just, you know, the, what I described as the kind of meta map, right? Like you can sure. you can redo parts of it. But you're you're sort of resetting the world to specific conditions. Mm-hmm. So then, what is the like? I guess what what my question, what I meant to ask is like, what is the outcome of all? This? Like, if there's all these divergent timelines, what's the actual end? Like, you're constant through, but all these different timelines are actually happening on their own, right? Like, yeah. So, are you supposed to get all of them to be? I, I believe the theory is that all of the timelines, except for one, end in the destruction of the world. Oh, weird. Okay. And you're trying to find the one that that doesn't allows people to survive. Yeah. I see. This Somebody, makes me think of Meanwhile, that uh, yeah. cool Jason Shiga book. I never You have you got to spend an hour to just sit down and go through all the possibilities of that book. I know it's a little tricky cuz you you can't tell the differences between <laughs> some shades of red and green. Yeah, you have to but it you is have to so, follow these colored lines through all these yeah. books and it's confusing when I sometimes can't tell them apart. Mm-hmm. It's it is it was really worthwhile, I felt like, cuz it's mm. like an hour hour and a half to like see, just see everything in there. I uh yeah, I don't know. There's still a copy of it somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I bought an extra copy at, which is at home. Why do we have so many copies? Do you I remember that puzzle book with the somewhere. clock face that you bought that you were so angry? I wasn't about? angry. I was just disappointed. Which one was that? The a clock with no face. Metal it was the know. McSweeney's puzzle book that they like buried a bunch of like jewel encrusted numbers oh, throughout like, the, throughout like the masquerade. U.S. masquerade. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that each individual puzzle would be unique but it turns out that each one was just like a state highway and mile marker Mm. and there were like 12 of them that were like basically identical Hmm. and i was like really were they buried at the mile marker near they were buried at the base of a tree near each mile marker yeah Hmm. there was and then there was some sort of like marking on the tree itself to let you know which tree yeah i don't know they, got, they all got found within a couple months of the book being printed. You wanted it to be more interesting. I wanted it to be more interesting. You yeah. wanted it to be trickier. You wanted it to take months. I wanted it to take potentially years. I, I, you know. Did we uh, did we both finish the Brian Moriarty talk from GBC? I you didn't still, finish I it? I didn't quite finish it. Yeah. I read, before the show, I read... Because uh, that reminds me, that masquerade thing was talked about in the Secret of Psalm 46, right? Yeah. Anybody who's listening and is interested in the kind of shit that we talk about, you should read... The Secret of Psalm 46. Or listen to. Yeah, I've, I've never listened to it. It was a, I can only recommend reading it. It's a lecture by Brian Moriarty from some... GDC. Was it from GDC? I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, listening to it's kind of awesome, because he's, he's got a little soundtrack that goes along with it. Hmm. Um, but then he just... I guess at the most recent GDC, he gave a talk about what was called An Apology for Roger Ebert, where he sort of defends Robert e- Robert Robert Eger Robert Eger's stance Robert Loja uh, Roger Ebert's stance about uh, games can never be art mm. um, and you know Moriarty is like someone who's invested in the idea of making games and, and finding them important and that kind of thing so it's not it's it's interesting. It's it's super interesting. Like I read, what he talks I read about. somebody's highlights of it, but I haven't actually read the whole like highlights for children. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It was Goofus and Gallant talking about the yeah. things that he said 
How did the timber toes feel about all of this? <laughs> oh, I don't remember the timber toes at all. <laughs> they were those. They were that family that kind of looked like marionettes. Oh yeah. It was one of the other. It was one of the other comic strips from huh. from Highlights Magazine. I remember once in the winter they 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 put some planks. Uh, they, they built a little framework out of wooden timbers in their yard. They, they were timber toes, uh, and then sprayed it with the hose and made a little ice skating rink. Would that work? I don't think so. But but I believed as a kid that it would. I grew up. I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the air before, but uh, when I was five, uh, in addition to been caught stealing once when I was five, we moved into a new uh, we moved to a new house uh, out in the country, and uh, the previous owners left two things in the room that became my room. One was, you know, those little. Uh, like imagine Chihuahuas. a little trapeze artist made out of plastic, uh, but hinged so that it can do all kinds of crazy tricks. Like you hang, you can like, ah oh man, it is going to be impossible for is me to a describe this motion using words. So imagine, imagine a flat piece of plastic with a hole in it. Now imagine that through that hole, you put a pin perpendicular to the flat piece of plastic and then two dudes arm pieces of plastic hold it like as though they were holding on to that pin right and then through those two you drill another hole and you put in a pin that's got a guy's torso and then that hangs down and on the other end of that you drill a hole and put a pin through that's got two leg pieces hanging on it yeah and the legs somehow can fit between the arms you've it, it's just like a little trapeze guy yeah. doing tricks that you play with yeah. there was one of those made out of glow-in-the-dark plastic that had been left inside one of the light fixtures oh the, weird. The, the, that's the, strange they put it and well they put it up there to, to charge, to charge it. It. like the kids oh, the kids put it in the light okay. fixture to get it super bright and then they forgot about it and so that got left uh you know in, the, in this house that i moved into uh and then also there was a stack of highlights magazines from like the 70s hmm <laughs> And it like I just read them cover to cover. That was how I discovered the joke that I believe defined my sense of humor. Oh yeah. As an adult, which was the, the guy goes to the doctor and he, he says, Doc, I, I I I bit my ear and the doctor says, How did you manage to bite your own ear? And the guy says, I stood on a chair. And it turns out that that was a joke that was just ripped off from Gilligan's Island. Like I because I looked into this later. It's a <laughs> joke from Gilligan's Island. Because uh, Gilligan gets bitten by what he thinks is a vampire, what he thinks is a vampire, and he goes and he, he he tells the people that he did it himself. And when the professor asks him how he managed to bite his own neck, he says, "I stood on a chair." That's a pretty beautiful joke. It really is. <laughs> like that, I think that joke taught me that jokes like that can exist and be awesome. <laughs> like you know, because oh, oh wait, it's an explanation that doesn't actually explain anything it 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 leaves more questions than it answers <laughs> anyway uh yeah the timber toes uh ice rink goofus and gallant mm -hmm. i was listening to a podcast recently where they're talking like it was a bunch of comedians talking about like experiences they've had like uh, writing sketches and stuff like that and how somebody will come up with an idea for something like a guy at a eulogy who's you know, giving sort of giving this this eulogy at a, at a funeral, and uh, it becomes clear that the guy who died owed him twenty dollars, <laughs> and like he's kind of pissed about it or whatever. And then somebody like in the writing room will be like, "That doesn't make any sense. I think you should owe him like two 
$200,000 or something like that. And like not realizing that that makes it not yeah, that's funny. completely different. Yeah, because then, then you because like, there's no pettiness. Yeah, there's like there's like it's that like you could like you would reasonably be pissed about yeah, that or yeah. something, right? Like and so like not understanding what makes something funny and then trying to enforce that on other people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you know it wouldn't be funny? You didn't see the sketch. The two hundred thousand. Yeah, because it's obvious that it wouldn't be funny. You know who's good at sketch comedy is those Casper Hauser kids. They're funny. Yeah. Um, so Halfoid writes into the Twitter Did you guys build all the tools you use to maintain and update the game from scratch? What inspired you to become game devs? I think what inspired me to become a game dev was just a horrible soul crushing dissatisfaction with every other option that the universe <laughs> presented me It was pretty much the same for me and then Zach said hey you want to be a game dev and I went oh yes <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how you I still don't want to be. A <laughs> you want to be a you want to be a bookkeeper? No, <laughs> um, I like I I have always like a lot of it's weird how many of my friends through my childhood and life have ended up in the, the games industry and I and I think back and I'm like oh yeah we spent a lot of time playing games and then talking about the games and like game theory and like arguing about it and stuff like that. It's so clear to me now that this is what we were most interested in and should have like gone into. Mm. I, I feel like I thought that everyone felt that way. Really? To me, being a person like <sighs> it never occurred to me that somebody might make video games for a living in, in the same way that it never like, well, okay. It, it, it occurred to me that somebody might, because clearly some people <laughs> did. Right. But to me, the idea of becoming somebody who made games for a living seemed like, the idea of becoming like a professional athlete, right? Like, well, of course, everyone wants to do that. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, the perfect yeah. job, and everyone with any sense wants that. And so, there's no way that I, there's no way I could do that. I'm not, I'm not special. But then it turns out I'm totally special. <laughs> uh, I don't know that I'd want to be a professional athlete. No, I would. I mean, God, having to have sex with all those women and like meticulously and then, documented on Polaroids. And then your knees explode when you're 28. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I still have my knees, you know? Is and that from all the sex? Partially. Huh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you like Wilt Chamberlain, have to have sex with like nine women a day, <laughs> you, you got to get your knees in the action. I guess so. I mean, there's no other way to do it. Leverage. Unless Wilt Chamberlain has like nine dicks. Like George Washington? Well, like, like you know, nine thirtieths of George Washington. <laughs> you could simplify that fraction. Three-tenths? Three like 30% of a George Washington. Wait, is that right? Three-tenths? Nine-thirtieths is three-tenths. Nine-thirtieths? I don't know that George Washington had 30 dicks. Wow, it doesn't seem like nine would be 30% of 30. Why, why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I mean, I understand yeah, that it is. I guess it's true. But I understand that, but it doesn't yeah. sound right. That's like the... 33% thing what was that that meta filter argument about about uh, sleep that's where I'm a viking no is the, the cat. other point, one the, point the nine point, nine nine yeah, equals one yeah yeah that, that yeah. one about, it, it does about point nine 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 repeating is exactly the same as one yeah huh it is yeah, yeah. why why should there's, you pay why after Monty tells you that the door that there's some awesome <laughs> proof for it, and I don't remember what the proof is. 
Is it in the pudding? Uh, yes. Well, so it's in the does, eating. Does point nine 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 equal two hundred and forty? No, uh, it just equals one. <laughs> $240 worth of pudding. Oh, riff. okay. <laughs> uh, cook. Remember our friends that dressed as, dressed, as, uh, yeah. dressed as those two guys for Halloween? Barry and Levon. Yeah. yeah. Well, Levon. One guy was dressed as both those no, guys No, it was a guy. Him? It was a guy, guy and his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh, okay. And then later, all they ever do is post statistics about how they're Democrats on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Then, and, like, and then later. So they, yeah, they, probability so they, of me being a Democrat, one hundred percent. Point nine 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 nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You dress as you dress as Barry and Levon, and then you get really angry about the wealth distribution for some reason that's not exactly clear. Um, it is it is Im, it is implicitly immoral that only one percent. So today the statistic was sixty percent of U.S. congressmen are millionaires. Mm. Okay. And only 1% of the population is millionaires. Sure. And somehow that's some kind of travesty. Well, uh, you know, our political system is sort of predicated on someone who has some money to get the word out about them running for office, right? Like, like because, sure. I mean, because you, we don't... You basically have to be independently wealthy in order to yeah. be a politician because yeah. being a politician doesn't pay anything. Well, that's not true. I mean, you definitely you definitely get a salary, but you barely get a salary. Like the 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 salaries that we pay Congress people are is compared not compared to CEOs. It's pretty low compared to it is working not enough, it to is working stuff to live on. It is not enough to live on. State like the state senators make like twenty six thousand dollars a year now in the state legislature. Sure, the federal is not that much higher. The president gets like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Four hundred thousand. No, it's not. Yes, it's it not four hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay. Unless it, has been, unless it has increased dramatically in the amount of time that it's been since I learned what it was. You can look it up and maybe I'm wrong. But I think that the president gets paid like a hundred and some thousand dollars a year. Which, you know, that's enough to live on, I guess. Especially when we, the taxpayers, <laughs> are, are giving you a nice big white house to live in. But still. You know, <clears throat> one way of looking at that. Do we want... Do we want the smartest people in the country to be the government? I, well, I mean, you can my, say my yes. gut shot is yes. Meritocracy. Okay. So do, do we live in a world where smart people make more money than stupid people? I wish. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I think in general, we live in a world where smart people make more money than stupid people. You know, flowers for Algernon. Well, he makes a lot more money in the middle chapters than he does in the beginning or the end. Spoiler. Alert. I would say, I would say to a point, but statistically, at though, the, across, at, at the, at the far end, there's a lot of extraordinarily rich, extremely stupid people who inherited it from their rich and intelligent. You know, this is always parent. this is always an argument that comes up whenever you're talking to people about money, and I am legitimately curious as to how many of the people. It, it, like, I feel like it would not be hard to find these statistics. How many of the people in the United States who are independently wealthy inherited their money? Because to me, and maybe this is just maybe this is just because of the circles that I run in. Maybe this is just because of the things that I pay attention to. I feel like that is a pretty small portion of the people who are wealthy is people who inherited their wealth. But to say. you know, a lot of people when they're when they're employing rhetorical tactics to to you know eat the rich, eat the rich, they say. Everybody just inherited their money. 
current current salary for members of the House and Senate is one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year. Oh, that's actually pretty good. That's in the U.S. I'd like to have one hundred seventy four thousand dollars well, a year. Well, sorry, what's the I president was wrong? I don't know yet. Do you think the president makes enough money to be worth like that the 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 obvious target of hate for half the country and all the other shit he has to put up with. Uh, the risk of assassination, which is, you know, probably a million times the risk of assassination for an average citizen. <laughs> well, except that you for also For every have... average citizen that is murdered, <laughs> a million presidents are murdered. <laughs> and that is, that is just fact. That is a straight up fact. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, as effective January 1st, 2001, the annual salary of the President of the United States was increased to $400,000 per year. From what? $9,000 a year. <laughs> he started out at a minimum wage. Four chickens and a pig. Anyway. Wow. The f- each former president is paid a lifetime pension of $199,000. That's absolutely okay. There was no, like, after doing the hardest job in the world for as many years as... It was not he, the hardest job in the world for, for Bush. He, <laughs> okay. took, he took more vacation days than uh, whatever. anyone else. What, what bums me out is all the, all the senators and representatives getting absolutely, totally free health care. Yeah, there was you an get awesome... free health care. There was an awesome... Not, I mean, it's not free to you... And some of it is not free. There was this awesome article about shit, like get rid of the like sure. get rid of all of the health care that all the senators and stuff like yeah, that. Get, have no, to, I know, set them all on and, fire. And no, 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 and like no, just, no, make them assholes. make them get independent health care and see how fast it, how long it takes see, yeah, for the health care system to get reformed. Exactly, because yeah. like there was somebody who was like not poor and just trying to get health insurance. And they got denied a bunch of times. It was like really awful for them to get health insurance. And they ended up paying a ton of money to get uh, you know, independent it's health insurance. I mean, I think of health insurance as one of those things that you just can't get, right? Like you had it, you had health insurance because the state required you to get private health insurance. No, I mean, I had health insurance because my mom wanted me to have health insurance. Huh. And so I joined a professional association to get access to group health insurance rates. Right, which is the only way you can do it. I mean, like, it is implausible. It is, it is a way It to is do it. implausible for a person who does not have a good enough job that their job gives them health insurance well, to I was, afford health insurance. I was in a super like, sweet spot, to be honest. Like, so I had, like, I had reasonably priced health insurance that because I didn't make a bunch of money, the state paid for most of it. So, I, you know, I, did, I wasn't on the, like, welfare health care that Massachusetts had, and I had... Good thing, they're cutting that shit. Uh, It's because the rich people are fucking you. Eat them. (laughs) Burn them. I don't think rich people in most cases would taste very good. Oh, come on. They'd be fatty and delicious. Maybe, but... They're they're like giant pork barrels. (laughs) Each of them is a barrel of pork. Uh, Yeah, man, I don't know. I never had health insurance until I had a company that provided health insurance to all of its employees, including me. Fucking health insurance. Fucking company. Man, <laughs> fuck this. Don't ever do anything. <laughs> Listeners, don't ever do anything. Except okay, have so, sex with high school so state girls. Legis- yeah, high school. State legislators make pretty pitiful amounts. Like, 
between it might be it might be 30 grand no 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 it's it depends on the state it's pretty bad it's like eleven thousand dollars a year to thirty thousand dollars a year i mean and it seems like you can't in michigan you can't become eighty thousand dollars a year what the fuck i mean they must have just not put that to a popular vote if you put raises for government employees to a popular vote it will always fail and it's like I remember even being 18 and having it like these we, salaries vary hugely. We it's, would like to raise the state legislature's salary from like twenty-two thousand to twenty-four thousand dollars a year, and I was thinking like, you know, I'm working minimum wage and I make almost that. <laughs> yes, so, I'm gonna vote for this. Like, there, Mississippi, ten thousand dollars a year right. versus New York State. $79,000 So it seems Which like it's well, crazy. That, like Mississippi that, that doesn't have a lot of money to go around and New York has more. Does that have something to do uh, with every, it? Every state, like there's only one, like one state out of 50 that has a balanced budget. Like every state is in a deficit spending at this point. Yeah. So like no state has money to be spending. I mean, I feel like in New York it's easier to get people to vote for more spending. Yeah, probably. Right? I mean, uh, you know, since since that's all New York and San Francisco. You can always get people to vote to spend money. California, $113,000 yeah. a year. I mean, it's not at all surprising that the places where there are smart people, they pay a reasonable wage for governance. Right? Like, I... <clears throat> it's fascinating. It seems to me that that creates a system where the only way that you can get involved in politics is if you are independently wealthy to begin with. Like, yeah. lawyers get into politics because they can afford to get into politics. And, like... Of course, senators are well, millionaires. Well, and also, like, I think it. I think what is also a factor is that people that are likely to be interested in going to, into politics are people who are interested in acquiring power, and those people are also likely to be good at acquiring money. Because first you get the power, and then you get the money, then you get the bitches? Yeah. I always forget how it works. Which, when do the 99 problems come in? Hmm. Uh, the 99 problems are like the questions to Twitter, which is to say that there are actually only two of them, and I don't know. Huh. Is a bitch one or the other? Uh, no. There's a girl who has a cross-stitch project that she thought you might like. Ooh. It's a map. I posted, I posted a link to your your cross-stitch. Yeah, I saw that. I I, I replied and updated with the new one. Did you put a picture of the whole thing? I I haven't taken a picture of the whole thing recently because uh, I am waiting until it's all finished to do the big reveal. But if you've seen all the posts, you can sort of... Riff, looking at your blog, I've come to the inescapable conclusion that you need a fucking camera. My 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 phone camera is kind of crap. That is the that is basically the only reason I am thinking about upgrading my phone to you a guys, newer one because I've got the shitty three G. going to be terrible phone. no matter the what. The camera, Just get a, no, you guys, come on. The camera is like a tiny portion of the problem. It's it's the lighting that's the real issue. <laughs> you know, mm, I think it's. I don't think the. What what version of iPhone but a camera with a flash? Oh, you don't have the 3GS. No, no. Because the 3G has noticeably shittier camera. Yeah, a flash does not solve any problems. A flash creates problems. You need okay. So the 3GS would be a major step up because then you'd be able to actually focus on something that's close. Exactly. That's that's that is okay. That is fair. Are you still using that macro lens that you made out of the PS2? 
two <laughs> that, laser. That's not very useful for this application because it it's too macro. Kind of awesome though, because <laughs> here's my cross stitch project, one stitch at a time. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? What? What, describe the process of stitching a single pixel. Um, well, you've got thread on a needle, and you run it up through one of the holes in the fabric, and, and then, then across back. to a diagonal hole, and it goes back down. Is it always then, diagonal? Yeah, and it's always the same. Uh, like the the stitches. The, the do you cro- do you then cross them with an N and X? Yes, they're crossed in an X, and the bottom stitches are always going in one direction, and the top stitches are always going in the other direction. So for each pixel, it's it's two. It's just an it's X two. of thread. Yes. So it's, it's, it does, it's they a, look like squares though. How does the X turn into squares? Uh, I'm not sure. Are just just the they're very small, so it's I guess it's a matter of do resolution. You cross the X with the same color thread. Um. I mean, I do. It's I. I feel like there are people who you who you can mix sort of dither. Yeah, I think people. There are people who get more out of their colors by dithering. But I'm not that crazy. You're pretty crazy. Uh, you'd to, rather to be just fair, buy, you'd rather just, just buy every just color. Crazy. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody else. I can't even cannot even imagine anybody else that would have just bought every color of thread. I started off not. I mean, my original plan was to figure out what colors I needed and just buy those colors. Right. But that turned out to be impossible because you, in order to pick out the, in order to properly match the colors, you need all your available samples to compare them to each other and and see which one is really Does thread not match like a Pantone color? Uh... No. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I there. I mean, th- not a Pantone on the monitor, but like an actual Pantone swatch. Right. No, um, if if they do, I'm not aware of that information being published anywhere. Do okay. you suppose that anybody ever wore enough swatch watches that you could make decisions about color based on just finding the correct swatch on that person's arm? <laughs> no. You would need much longer arms to hold enough watches. Perhaps or more arms. Rubber men. Yeah. Irving Rubberman. <laughs> I mean, doesn't Shiva maybe have enough arms? Oh, yeah, yeah, Shiva. Yeah. I always thought if if I were a sculptor, I would want to make an elaborate bronze sculpture of Shiva. But with no, with no arms. No, with like, with, like with, a, with every Demilo. arm, every arm holding a golf club, and then having a row of six golf balls on the <laughs> ground in front of her. <laughs> That would be a pretty good sculpture. That's pretty yeah. funny, actually. You should just commission it. <laughs> From the pretentious artist. Yeah. Although he might not have time, given his new career in podcasting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that that went pretty well. I yeah, you haven't to listened to it. it? Yeah. Fine. Is it, does, I'm not a fan of your endeavors It's on iTunes. It's not yet either. searchable. Okay. That's yeah. what I was waiting for to, to next, find Next day or two. ITunes. So that means you guys got approved. Yeah. You, you weren't objectionable enough? No. Why wouldn't we get approved? Because you were objectionable. Well, I mean, if they were objectionable, they would just put a advice hot dog is clearly some sort of weird, you know, phallic reference, right? Mm -hmm. It's advice on things to do with your dong. Yeah, I mean, it is Hmm. basically what they're checking for is is, all just high school girls. What we didn't want was, uh, you know, what what iTunes doesn't want is just a you know a bunch of 
copyrighted material. So if our podcast was just a Lady Gaga album from start to finish, right. they would not approve that. If our podcast <laughs> was a video right? of child pornography, yeah, that was one of the things they said we couldn't do. Okay. So I was like, well, fuck, there goes season two. <laughs> Back to the drawing board, fellas. You can untie all those kids now. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever listen to any This American Life's uh, the podcast? I mean, I've listened to some of them. You did, but you didn't. You don't listen to it regularly. No. Um, did you ever watch any of the This American Life the TV show? I saw. Showtime? I went to a movie theater where they were doing some. I think Ira Glass was there. <laughs> You went to a movie theater and saw a live performance of This American Life? Yes. Where he was like sitting at a desk and there was like a starly kind... Maybe I didn't. Post-it note Maybe thing? he wasn't there. Maybe it was just a movie. Was it a, was was it a live also there broadcast watching it? of... No. Was, there was some kind of event yeah. that we went to at a movie theater yeah. that was a This American Life thing. Yeah. And I don't remember if any of the people were there. Was Joss Whedon on the screen? Did you see Joss Whedon? I don't think so. I'm trying to... like Because there was like a live one that... I went to like a, two years ago or whatever. Did I go with you to that? I don't remember. There was a cow. They had made a cat. They had skinned. They were they they interviewed some people who had skinned a bull. Yeah. And then cloned it. That that might be the first episode. I think that's the first episode of the TV show. They had cloned the bull, and then the bull was not the same bull, and they didn't understand why it was mad at them. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that I remember. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was somebody said this American life and then grabbed me by the hand and dragged me to a movie theater and then some stuff happened and I I drink a lot <laughs> and I can't be any more specific about any of these things than that okay that's fine I'm sorry that's cool you might have been there and I, you too scarecrow <laughs> you too mrs. King you too Bono <laughs> all right yeah it's your favorite band yeah Every once in a while when U2 comes on the radio, I say, Hey, Hot Stuff, it's your favorite band. Because I make fun of Hot Stuff for liking U2. But Even you, though he doesn't really like U2. I do like U2, but oh, yeah. like, it's not my favorite band. Yes, it is. <laughs> Anybody who likes U2, U2 is their favorite band. It's, it's just I'm, the truth. I'm looking for a who's on first follow-up joke here, but I got nothing. In the forum thread, Stupak asks, What's your favorite beer? I think my favorite beer is Stone Levitation. Really? Yeah. I would probably still go with Stone's Kelly Belgique. Yeah. I haven't had it in a while. What about you, Riff? Do you like that blueberry shit that I brought you? <laughs> I haven't drunk any of them since. Uh, if I had to choose a beer, I would probably say uh, Azashi Super Dry. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I like. I, I found a couple of beers that I really liked through our ridiculous hundred beers project. That someday mm -hmm. I'm going to finish writing up. I swear. <laughs> um, the Hidachino Nest White Ale is pretty good. I keep going to the store, and they have every Hidachino except that. Okay. They have every hit. I always want to buy it for you, and they have every Hidachino except the one that you like. Um, I liked the uh, Torpedo by Sierra Nevada. Mm -hmm. That's like their extra IPA. They've been selling that all over the place. That one's pretty really? good. Yeah. Um, what else have I did I enjoy from that project? There were a couple others that were pretty good. I don't, I don't know, like you know, I like IPAs. I like things like that. It's it's it. My my tastes did not change much drinking a hundred different beers. No, they really didn't. Mine didn't either. I just found a couple beers that were sort of more like things that I already liked. 
I want to find uh, more of that Engels stuff, but I can't. Yeah. They're not ever going to have that anywhere. Every other thing that brewery produced was like... Pretty terrible. Vomit in a bottle. Ugh. So bad. The things with juniper twigs floating in them <laughs> and shit. That, why is juniper such a sort of common additive to beer? I don't know. In these like specialty brews? An adjunct. Yeah. I don't know. They thought, well, it's good for gin. It yeah. should be good for the jander. But you don't see and a lot jander of, is what they call beer. You don't see a lot of like <laughs> potato beers, right? I guess not. It's good for vodka. Sure. You get? Do you get corn beer? You get rice beer. You get wheat beer. You beer with a worm in it. Yeah. Ugh. Earworm worm beer. Hmm. Every bottle has a song that gets stuck in your head. <laughs> Dead Ned says pipe smoking pretentious or acceptable? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really care for cigarettes, but I do occasion I do occasionally enjoy smoking a cigar. I'm curious about smoking from a pipe, and I'm somewhat reluctant to try it because I don't want to look like a douche. The way to avoid looking like a douche when you do anything is to never go out in public. <laughs> I uh, every once in a while I consider pipe smoking as a thing that might be interesting, but I think I think you cannot really get away socially with smoking a pipe unless your hair is definitely showing gray. I I would challenge this and what I would suggest is to find a pipe that does not look traditional. Find something that looks interesting. Make one out of an apple. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like something something that like is doesn't look like an obvious pipe and then you'll be sitting there smoking it and be like, what is that? And like you'll you'll break their sort of preconceived notions of, of pipe smoking enough that they won't think about it as being a pretentious activity. But I feel like the pipe as it stands is not a thing that developed for aesthetic reasons. It is a it is a very oh. functional object. Yeah, so then find something that's aesthetically interesting that also is functional and you might be able to solve this problem. I mean, I think it would just be a pipe. I think that You're never you're never going to be able to smoke a pipe at a bar. You're just not. What do you mean? Why not? Because you'll look like a douche. Oh. Like you will be able to smoke a pipe even if, if you are at a gentleman's Even if you are club. a distinguished looking old older fellow, you wouldn't be at a bar. If you're at a bar okay. full of old men and okay. you are an old man, you can get away <laughs> with smoking a pipe. You basically cannot smoke a pipe without looking like a douche until you are an old man. Right. I am That's kind what of I think. I feel like I am sort of too young to get away with smoking cigars without looking like a douche, but fuck it. I'll just do it where no one can see me. Pipe smoke is slightly more pleasant to smell I than, do like the smell than of a pipe. Cigar, cigar smoke and yeah. cigarette smoke. So Yeah, I mean, I feel like cigars are, cigars are less caustic than cigarettes and pipes are less caustic than cigars. C- cigarettes. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm, you, you corrected me, but I said exactly what I meant. There was a continuum. You think cigarettes cig- are gross, cigars are better, pipes are better. I think cigars are almost universally felt as worse than cigarettes. Yeah, but they're not. Okay. I think it depends on the cigar. I think, I mean, it's people's, it's people's sort of feelings about it. Like cigars definitely have a much more, more pungent. I don't think that they do. Odor. I think that cigarettes smell worse. Cigars produce way, way more smoke. And okay. so they bother people more. All right. Pipes produce an amount of smoke that's somewhere in the middle and smells like cherries or some shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... I, I think you could I think you could get away with it. If you had, like, some sort of... Okay, here's an example. You come up with some sort of Inspector Gadget-like coat 
that like has a pipe in its sleeve See, and it I pops think, out. So like a still it. like a still suit, but with smoke in it. I think and the problem with smoke it and, and you pop it an, back an in. interesting you smoke it and an unexpected it looking pipe like that is that people will assume that you're not smoking tobacco, but that you've created an elaborate weed smoking device. Well, it is never out of fashion to smoke weed. <laughs> So you can look like you're smoking weed, but you can just be smoking tobacco. See, like, it's the best of both worlds. Mm. You'll, get, right. you'll, get the, you'll get the chicks that want somebody who's rich, because clearly you're smoking some sort of pipe. And you get the chicks who like hippies. And who like scientists. Yes. <laughs> Mad and scientists. cyborgs. Yeah. Yeah. What you do is you just get a chunk of your skull removed and replaced with a pipe Ooh. that leads directly into your sinuses. Huh. So you just, every once in a while, just hold a lighter up to your forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breathe it in. Breathe in. <laughs> Exhale it. It's like some sort of weird trepanation. Yeah, and then you've also got like a creepy glowing third eye. <laughs> it solves every one of your problems at the same time. Casey Wiederman asks a bunch of uh, questions about Kingdom of Loathing. Okay. Do you guys want to talk about that bullshit? Sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, hey, Chicken Co., the sleeved Alice's army cards just have that feel like they've been balanced for early hardcore, but it's very difficult to get a sleeve in run. Was the sleeve originally conceived as being a free pull, but forgotten since sleeves carry cards over Ascension? No, it was never conceived of as being a free pull. Basically, I mean, it was... They're balanced against other things that can go in your yeah. offhand slot. It's like, I took a bunch of stuff that was like one-handed weapons and offhand items and I like basically broke them into individual enchantments and then either kept them the same or made them slightly better and for, for the foils and then I downgraded them for the regular cards like you know it's not it, it is fundamentally the project product of a grimoire right which given enough time you could get one of those things just by summoning and selling selling your cards to the store over time right so you get a lot of the functions of several different ultra rares for example one enchantment at a time through the use of these things right like i think it's i think it's just sort of a it like not everybody has access to all the, the crazy expensive stuff in the mall and this is a way for a regular player to get some of those benefits eventually eventually and and, not, and also not as, not you know like nicely not everything we do has to set the world on fire yeah. right that's like it, it, the, there has to be a baseline in or in order for variances from the baseline to be meaningful. Yep. And this was not supposed to be something that was just like crazy awesome. You know, it yeah. was like something that was this, supposed this to be right on the border of interesting for slash example, worthwhile. It's comparable to an icicle, right? Which for some people that means something, you know, a lot of people have them, but if you don't like people making a tiny mountain out of mashed potatoes on their plate, right? <laughs> Uh, he also says, Hey, Chicken Co., knowing what you know now, would you still have made the distinction between normal and hardcore? Can you imagine some compromise that would group these players together while satisfying both? I don't know why they need to be grouped together. And there, I don't know why anyone needs to be satisfied. There's, I mean, <laughs> you either have a uniform sort of set of conditions upon which to play, or you start breaking up the player base along some kind of continua, right? Like, you know, we we did path runs, we did normal, we did hardcore, we broke those up into particular paths. The paths clearly didn't really sort of separate people significantly, but softcore and hardcore became a meaningful distinction, you know? And, like, I think that is a meaningful distinction. Like, it's 
hardcore was was meant more as a something that you didn't have to have like every crazy item in the game and softcore you were kind of expected if you wanted to be competitive that you had to have a lot more stuff yeah you know familiars kind of break that a little bit because now you have to have like especially now you know this late in the in the game you need a lot of specialized familiars and stuff like that but then that's one of the reasons we added bad moon you know like we keep trying to provide alternatives for people who want to compete on a more level playing field you know yeah and i mean you know the the bad moon is sort of like the distillation of what hardcore could have been yeah and it's pretty unpopular right so i mean people want to have some toys to play with yeah and 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 the fact that people do it anyway means that there must be something that they like about it right so yeah yeah, i mean it is it is what it is yeah and he says most of your recent changes to the game have been to simplify challenges for more relaxed play styles while maintaining more efficient methods for others does this stem from the above sort of mindset no no i mean it, it i am i am making a distinct effort to dumb the game down so that it is more fun for people who don't want to think real hard. <laughs> and then we're going to release it on Facebook. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I am dumbing it down to make it better. I'm not dumbing it down to make it worse. I'm dumbing yeah. it down in a way that does not diminish what it is for the people who appreciate what it is. But I'm making it so, you know, every time I talk to somebody who is like a person that I know that I grew up with say who's like oh yeah I found out about your game and I started playing it and I just totally got stuck on this ridiculous bullshit puzzles that you conceived of seven years ago that no one could ever figure (laughs) out without looking a bunch of shit up on the internet I'm like oh yeah that's kind of lame actually because this presents itself as a very flippant experience and the people who want to enjoy it that way kind of don't get to because they get stuck not being able to figure out some crazy shit that you have to do in order to progress past a certain point that you know made sense when there were 10 things that you could do but don't make sense when there are 5,000 things that you can do so it's yeah we totally have over 5,000 items in the game now yeah the 5,000th was in the middle of the some middle of a big batch of items I was going to do something super sweet with it. The candy I made for the paperclip outfit was 5023. That made me happy. Oh. Uh, someone else says, Hey, Jick, and most probably Riff, what's your opinion on the newly released Pokemon black and white versions? In terms of game balance and viable battling strategies, I think it's the best Pokemon to date. The main quest is much more user-friendly than in previous games, too. I don't care about the Pokemans. <laughs> I've never... I played on an emulator the original Pokemon for the Game Boy, and I was like, wow, this is some boring, grindy bullshit. Yeah, it I am is, never it is going to play incredibly this. Incredibly grindy, and it still is. Um, I, I, I have not played, I think, far enough to really compare it mechanically to anything else. I think it's a lot prettier than the previous ones. Although, I mean, it's it's cool that the... The they they're using some of the three some three D and the graphics and and the your Pokemon actually move in the fights now although they're really pixely and low resolution and that's um, sad and annoying to look at. But you know what's but, frustrating to me about Radiant Historia is the fact that the environments are all in three D for no fucking reason. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't I think don't, the DS is a good platform for 3D. I don't understand why 
it's why 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 people continue to use 3D even when it's not appropriate. It's like people don't believe that 2D is a thing anymore. I mean, all of the character stuff in Radiant Historia is 2D yeah, sprites. Yeah, at least, at least they've got sprites for the, the characters. And so the characters look good. All of the environments look like absolute shit. Yeah. Because they're in 3D. Well, that was the no worst thing about reason. all the, the Final Fantasy remakes that they made for GBA and 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 DS that they they made them all into friggin' four polygon dudes and they look like ass. Yep. I don't know, man. I don't know. Why would you do that? I mean, I don't feel like I'm just being curmudgeonly. I feel like Radiant Historia kind of looks like shit. I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I think it looks okay. I think it could look a lot better. You know, I wonder about this whole thing because, like, I feel like there are games out there that don't have a ton of polygons and look pretty good and then there are games that have tons of polygons and look pretty bad and I like I think I personally think that like Lord of the Rings looks terrible as a game Lord of the Rings Online Lord of the Rings Online sorry Uh, and comparing that to World of Warcraft which I think looks great but clearly Lord of the Rings is like higher tech yeah and I think a lot of a lot of studios don't understand that, there, that exactly. Right? A lot of studios don't understand that you can't replace lack of art direction with more technology. Yeah, that's. What, I mean, World of Warcraft still looks beautiful, and and in terms of technology, it's very low. There are a lot of people who complain about the graphics. Yeah, that's a, that, okay, so that's and something that they're they're clearly say. not interested in things that look good. They're interested in things that have you know a lot of detail and polygons. Yeah, yeah. Really, so. Um, so maybe the, we just the have DS, weird metrics. The DS. Somebody will point out something that proves me wrong. But the DS, in my opinion, does not have a high resolution enough screen to render anything in three dimensions. Like, it just, every 3D, every implementation of 3D, like, Phantom Hourglass looks like shit. Mm. I would rather play that game with Link to the Past style sprites that look good. You know, it's a good game, but it just didn't need to be in 3D. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's cheaper. Maybe it is cheaper to do a bunch of shit in 3D than it is to draw a bunch of sprites. Didn't you uh didn't you play with Unity for a little while and make a dude running around on a I did make a dude running around terrain. in Unity. I tried to make a tree, but I made a tree that you could only see from one direction and I was like, "Man, only God can make a tree that makes any fucking sense." And I quit <laughs> I quit messing with Unity. Yeah. It it is it is alarming the tools that are available to people that want to make video games. Yeah. Now. Alarming or interesting? Alarming. Okay. Interesting. Both. I mean, maybe this is a problem that will, if not solved, will at least be not as bad with the 3DS. Because the screen's a lot higher resolution. Doesn't it make your children go blind? Yeah. Well, I mean, also, there, see? That's that's great, because all these blind children won't know how crap everything looks. Huh. Can't you turn off the bullshit on the 3DS, though? You can turn off the 3D, yeah. yeah. Which I feel like I'll just do day one. Huh. <laughs> and t- <sighs> there is no such thing as good 3D. Like, 3D movies are bullshit. 3D television is I thought bullshit. Jackass 3D was pretty good. Eh, it was as good as a thing can be. But it was it was the absolute... 
the absolute epitome of gimmick. I think I think 3D used well can add a little something, but not as much as everybody thinks, and it's very easy to use it badly and cause it to detract. Like Toy Story 3 used the 3D really nicely, I thought. I didn't see it. I've never seen it. It's very subtle. Huh. So, like, the the visual headache from wearing those glasses is pretty uncompelling to me. So you'd have to make a pretty strong case for it to be really good for me to want to, like, go to a theater and and Mm. watch a movie in 3D, you know? I watched Avatar in 3D, and I was like, you know, this is okay, but... There have been some. There's been some reviews I've read of of people that have Japanese 3DSs, and they say, you know, the 3D movies give me splitting fucking headaches, but the the 3DS does not. I mean, I don't really understand how it works. The fact that you don't need glasses is awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, it's yeah, like I don't have any idea. Phased. It it's like phased things that like send different screens to each eye or something it's, is it like the screen is like lenticular or something it's not i don't know that it's lenticular it's it, it does only work from a certain distance and angle yeah huh but once you find that it's not it's not bad apparently yeah hell i don't know i kind of feel like the dsi was a step backwards really yeah i would rather play in my ds Lite than my dsi because all of the interface stuff on the DSi is just like blurry. It's like it's not hmm. the native resolution of That's the thing. Weird. I like clear pixels. I like pixels, and I like pixels that you can see, and I like no anti-aliasing to speak of. Yeah, I'm gonna hate the future. <laughs> you say that, and you love your uh, Retina display. No, I do. I, I do. Yeah, you're right. And you can't see it. You can't even see the pixels. I know. So Boy, I can see the pixels on your bullshit, and they're terrible. It doesn't bother me, you know? Yeah, I know. Oh, let's see. All Night Diner says that Radiant Historia is no good. The writing is so bad. I don't yeah. think it's... I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's bad. bad. I mean, may, maybe it's just because I'm used to Japanese RPG writing tropes. Sleepy Worm says, have you read the Gama Sutra article on Battlefield Heroes? It deals with the free-to-play business model and gameplay forums feedback. You actually might find a lot of it reassuring when you experiment with the icky business side of making games. It was basically them talking about how they always felt like you could only sell, in a free-to-play game, you could only sell cosmetic bullshit, and they weren't making any money. And then they were like, well, what if we sold guns that were better than the guns in the game? And everybody was like, oh, quit if you do that. And then what they actually did was just give them a bunch of money for those awesome guns. And then they (laughs) are making a bunch of money and have a future now. And it's like, you know, that kind of thing is reassuring because it's like, right, well, we, you know, we bucked the model before it existed of not selling it sort of a gameplay advantage. Right. I mean, we have we have some constraints that we operate under and maybe those constraints are unnecessary. They might be, but I like them. So do I. Yeah. I, I think it is I great. felt sketchy about the booster box thing and uh, you know what a fucking we're making a ton of money from people buying them and no one has complained and <laughs> thank you and how is it that no one complains about that how is it that I do something that I think is kind of ethically sketchy and nobody complains about it whereas when I do something that I'm absolutely certain is the right thing to do everybody tears me a million new internet assholes because <laughs> your sense of right and wrong is broken maybe it is yeah Yeah. <clears throat> 
maybe we should continue to sell the booster box for for another month as a as a tax man special. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's it's diminishing over time. Maybe every item of the month should have some sort of booster box that you can buy. <laughs> yeah. This was a very very particular case. Yeah, it does make me kind of want to see if we can make other cool games. I mean, I think we made a bunch of cool games. I made some cool games last year. Well, they are. They have less sort of replay value, I think, and they're not interactive. They're not PvP. I mean, the cool game that I want to make is the PvP revamp, which I've which I've now designed a cool version of. Cool. I wrote something, and then I read what I wrote. Double cool. Um, Demon Llama says, if you could remove or change anything in KOL while having access to a button that would instantly squelch any bitching or moaning from the <laughs> player base, what would it be? Fucking MMG. Yeah. I would make all of that go away. And never come back in another form. You know, maybe without all the people who donate because of their gambling addiction, we would have gone out of business three years ago. I doubt it. Me too. Yeah. But it's, you know, worth considering. Or maybe it's not worth considering. I don't know. Also, just started playing Arkham Horror with my game group based on your recommendations, and it's a blast, albeit time-consuming. Have you played with any expansions? I think I've only played with expansions. Yeah, we played with, what, the Dunwich Horror one? Yeah, and then... One of them is just more cards and shit, and then one of them is an additional board. board. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm eager to play this Mansions of Madness game. Let's play it tomorrow. It seems pretty... Well, I'm gonna be knocked out on... Oh, fine. All right, you have to get... You have to go get a significant portion of your head removed. Yeah. But in uh, any way, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to run myself through a solo game just to make sure I understand it all before. Is there I try a solo game? No, but I can. <laughs> I mean, you can play it two players, so I can play both players to make sure I understand everything. Fine. That seems um, less fun for. Well, I mean, you. I'm not gonna. I I just want to make sure it that Don't I you understand it because waste one of the scenarios if you do that though. No, not really. Not <clears throat> not not assuming that I'm gonna be playing the keeper. Oh, okay. When when we play, sure. And and just it seems like the sort of game where you want somebody to be very familiar so that you don't spend a lot a lot of your time flipping through the rule book or have the game destroyed because something got set up wrong or I've heard that it is very sensitive to yeah. setting it up correctly. Yeah. Like you can make it un unsolvable or whatever. Fuck you in your unsolvable scenario. <laughs> also if you don't like Christmas. <laughs> I really want fuck you if you don't like word <laughs> in as a so we're writing we're writing sort of taunts that the player will yell when they when they play a word against their opponent in the new in the new word game and one of the placeholders that I put in for if it was a word that the game did not otherwise know how to handle was fuck you if you don't like blank and I wish that we could keep that yeah. I wish we lived in a world where we could keep that in there yeah I agree you know we can if it challenges people that makes it art with a capital A huh if it challenges things like the ESRB <laughs> and parents. Yeah, or our ability to actually get it hosted anywhere. <laughs> oh, come on. You could you could get a Flash game hosted if it was just like Hangman and the word was always fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, Newgrounds would always Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I bet you could get that on Congregate. It would have a parental advisory. Explicit gameplay. It looks like Congregate is allowing... 
games of any random dimensions now, which is good. Yeah, well, it's a good thing we spent the last three years operating under the constraints of their previous. Yeah, I was I was afraid that they had changed the changed the format into a new mandatory format that we were <laughs> no longer appropriate for. But thankfully, yeah. that is not the case. Yeah. God, someday we'll be done with this fucking game. Taunt writing is hard. Yeah. A lot of it's done already, though. We've got a lot of taunts. We do. We need a lot more, though. I, I, I anticipated it being hard. I anticipated it being a thing that was not super easy yeah. to come up with. Cause there's, you know, and, of course, Josh will knock them out of the park <laughs> because we've said that. <laughs> or not because we've said, because we've said that existence will make it such that Josh will be the one of us that is able to destroy it. Unless we say his name backwards. Yes. In which case he will lose all of his abilities to do any of those things. Psyche says, you know, Jake, if you're still looking for a way to make a high quality recording over Skype, when you talk to Mr. Skullhead, you could try the old radio interview trick where each of you records your own end of the conversation, and then you combine the files so the recording has both of you live instead of on Skype's audio. If you were going to pre-record, you could even do it over the phone and avoid Skype delays. Even if we were doing that over Skype, we would still have to pre-record because there would be no way for Scully to broadcast mm. both of those. Like, the broadcast software is just a fucking mess. We gotta, we gotta stop this. We have to just pre-record the fucking shows. I know everybody's like, no, I love the live feedback, and I kind of like it too. But it's like, it's not worth the headaches. Not worth the headaches. We could do some kind of thing where we also, like, while we were pre-recording it, we were playing it through UStream or something. So Isn't that broadcasting it? It's not though. I mean, it's it wouldn't have to be. Okay. Because we don't care. We're not concerned with the quality of the broadcast. Okay. I guess we could also stop and start and yeah, redo and stuff. You know what we could do? We could do that and we could charge. We could charge access to the Ustream. So only yeah. only the, the devoted people mm-hmm. would uh, mm-hmm. would do it. Childe again asks, could you find out the most popular familiar names filtering out ones made with a generator? People keep asking for this and I just don't think that it would be interesting. I think that the, the the names created by the generator would comprise 95% of the names, and then there would be a handful of other names that maybe two people had used, yeah. and then the rest of them would just be things that only one person ever used for anything. You know, is it? It sounds like a kind of a tricky query to write too. Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, you would just ignore. You would just write the query to look at all the names and then ignore the ones that were... Right. I kind of want to redo that. It, that, you know, it's... I wrote a function that we can write name generators for every familiar. Right? Which I kind of want to do. God. It wouldn't be that hard. It would be fun. Because the ones you don't have an idea for, you just use the existing thing, and it's like, you know, that's no worse sure. than it was. Some of the newer ones have... Sure. You know... I think you started with the uh Kithgronald. Yeah. The uh Clockwork Orange. Yeah, the Clockwork Orange just had a hard coded thing and then yeah, cuz it's always like 6655123 or whatever. Yeah. The I I forget what the actual I think it's the other 66553321. Okay. I think. 
thanks for the awesome game, says Dugal121. My question is thus. With the talk of the unexpected success of this item of the month, would you discuss other items of the month? What was the biggest flop? The biggest surprise hit? The most interesting unintended consequence of, in the years of selling items of the month? <clears throat> the penguin was like the best seller for a long time. It was not. It was not. I don't know why you got where you got that idea. Oh, it just wasn't. Okay. So, what was? Well, I'm like, like things like the tomes and stuff like that sold better than the penguin. The I badger think, was. A I really, think that yeah, might have been a, a really good month for donations or something. For but it time. was a different thing. I mean, I thought that that was a query that Xenophobe had written about the actual sales. I don't think so. I think we went back and we looked at it and there were like, there were other much higher things. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe at the time we'd only been looking at the past 12 months or something. It was available on April 1st, which a lot of people always buy the item of the month on April 1st thinking that it won't be there again because of the first time that we did that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't think there's ever been anything that I thought would be a success that wasn't. I you know, know I, was, I usually have I, a, was I usually have a feeling about them and disappointed with the like performance of the um the the with the the hipster mini hipster yeah yeah because like I thought that was awesome but maybe not enough people were as into Scott Pilgrim or something or maybe it was like not interesting enough maybe people don't like hipsters I mean it's complicated sure sure right we need to learn how to do things that are either. Simple or complicated in an interesting way, like this card game thing. We need a simple one for next month, because we also have to come up with an April Fool's gag. Yeah, maybe we don't. Maybe we just do no April Fool's gag. That is our April Fool's gag. (laughs) Uh, The Amazing Charlie asks if we could do a recipe out of a combination of a bowl of cottage cheese and ketchup. Maybe I'm just a totally lame history nerd, but not including Richard Nixon's favorite snack when both ingredients are already present in the kingdom somehow seems like an oversight. That is disgusting. Yeah. I am frowning so hard. Um, I don't even want to think what that tastes like. Hi, guys, says the Womp. Given the success of this item of the month, would you consider making other mini-game items of the month in the future? I guess. Yeah. Um... I mean, last June was kind of a mini-game item of the month, right? Yep. <clears throat> I want us to do the PvP revamp so we can have a PvP item of the month. I want okay. us to get the C done so we can have a C item of the month. Sure. Those are admirable goals. Yeah. Mana Yachanichu says The Amazing Charlie by saying that Richard Nixon's favorite snack was cottage cheese and ketchup. Just explain the entire 1970s. <laughs> oh boy, a lot of uh, a lot of people talking to each other uh, in this thread. You've spoken before, says Blister Guy, about making the skill books reusable, but then bound to the character. There was some in-house disagreement over the idea at the time. Has there been any further discussion or headway? It's something that Jake wants to do, but just hasn't gotten around to yet. Yeah. I ask because in the what's the logic behind not ascending threads, several people have stated that one of the reasons they refuse to send is because they'd lose all of the skills they've learned. Well, this isn't going to help them, right? It will only help people who use the books in the future. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could... Give them the used versions of the books if they have the skill. Yeah. That's... I mean, why not? It's a painful query to write. That's not that big of a deal, I, mean, I just, guess. I mean, it would 
you'd you'd run it whenever somebody ascends rather than having well, to run I mean, you do it when they log once. in right? you do it when in, they log yeah. in right and you you just have a set thing that it's those kind of things though are are irritating because you either have to give everybody a flag and then de- destroy it when they get it run or you have to have that thing running for the rest of the time that the game is alive hmm. right i mean yeah, it's not a big deal sleepy worm says when is advicehotdog.com going live Dude, I don't know, man. Roy made a made a he drew a picture that looks kind of like a website, and now he feels <laughs> like the website is done. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, man. It should be it should be searchable on the iTunes within a day or two. Yeah, which is pretty exciting. I I I think it is a pretty good podcast. It's it's possible that it's just because I know you guys, but uh, so I'm I'm actually really curious to hear some unbiased third party things also you should totally uh you should totally shoot to the top of the uh the itunes charts yeah should i yeah should i shoot to the top of those charts you should when uh when 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 it's when it ends up being searchable on itunes everybody should download it and listen to it and then comment and rate it in itunes yeah so that it and then they should it becomes widely known you're saying this riff without ever having heard it uh, uh, you just trust me. I trust you. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I trust Roy. Uh, okay. I see. I see. We had a we had, a, co- have a, short we had a cocktail. It had lemons in it and bourbon. Yeah. Um, we help some people. You know, like their kittens were stuck up in trees and they needed to get across the street and stuff. Uh, Zarufen one says. How do you think your experiment with the shell filter went? I know acronyms are important, but do you think this feature will get abused or does it make it easier for mods or something? Also, how long do you think it will take for people to stop being all lol shouting awesome in chat? Thanks. That was all in caps. Sorry, oh, yeah. I read it like that. Huh. Aren't people done fucking with that at this point? We'll see. I gotta stop making decisions when I've been drinking. But I've <laughs> always been drinking, so I would just have to stop making decisions entirely. You know, that sounds pretty good. You don't like it. You don't like making decisions. Someday, someday... I'm not going to be in charge of a bunch of shit, and that's going to be awesome. <laughs> you're going to get a, you're going to get a job at Taco Bell. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just going to do a total fucking Kevin Spacey thing, yeah. except without like getting shot getting by your gay neighbor, made out with, and then <laughs> shot by my gay military neighbor. Yeah, I'd I like to avoid that. Part. I kind of want to see the original cut of that movie because apparently it was very different. Oh, really? Yeah, there were some flashback scenes to Vietnam in that. <sighs> that they just totally excised like it was the movie was apparently not working in the like editing and so like the editor went and just like recut the whole movie and like showed it to the director and was like what do you think about this and like that's much closer to the final version of the film that's interesting yeah apparently like it just it like was just not working as originally scripted and stuff so Hmm. like just the parts about it was the vietnam guy or yeah it was i think it was not yeah, it was like done very differently. I don't know that he. I don't know that the neighbor was the one who killed him in the original version. But somebody does. Yeah. I mean, somebody always kills you if you're Kevin Spacey. That's true. Well, unless unless you escape, or if you're that robot, the Kevin Spacey robot in Moon, he survives. Oh, that's true. That's true. Does he survive in K-Pax? I didn't see it. It's unclear what happens to him in K-Pax. Yeah. I read K-Pax. I never saw the movie, but I read was it, the book. Was it a book before it was a movie? I think so. It wasn't a novelization of the film? No, it was a book before it was a movie. It was one of those bullshit Jonathan Livingston Seagull horseshit bullshit nonsenses. <laughs> God. 
Jonathan Livingston Siegel is about some birds. How how can it be bullshit? Like what? I don't. I'm thinking know. of the other thing by that guy. There's that guy that wrote Br- Daniel Bridge, Craig wrote Bridge Across Forever Ishmael, which is about like a monkey that teaches you some lessons about some horse shit. <laughs> yeah, that one was the. That's the one that said that agriculture was a bad idea. Well, that yeah, that 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 like I mean, it, it it was almost like sort of this guy like the author trying to figure out how to deal with mortality and determining well, you know, we're just like part of an experiment. Nature's doing an experiment on whether or not intelligence and consciousness is a thing that's worth doing, and it's probably not, but we can die happy knowing that we were at least part of that experiment. And it's like, that doesn't fucking help. What is wrong with you? Who gave you a publishing deal? That's what I said after reading it. What was the other thing that, like, like, fucking, what is, what, who is the guy, Richard Bach? Yeah. Right, so he wrote this other book that was like, Bridge Across Forever or whatever? I don't know. He, he he wrote a book about him discovering a copy of himself in some parallel reality who had started drinking and smoking and so was dying of cancer. Okay. I don't remember uh, Yeah, this. I don't either, man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy and his horse shit. Huh. Yeah, fucking K-Pax. Fuck you. I, what what is your problem with all of these things? I don't like it when people uh, like I don't like it when people are like I hate Jesus, but I'm going to be all preachy anyway. That's what I don't like. Uh, okay, okay. I don't I don't like I don't like secular preachers. And I feel like Richard Bach total secular preacher. Okay. Whereas like say Tom Robbins yeah can just tell a story yeah get his point of view about the world across yeah. in the story in a way that's not like trying to shove some horseshit down your throat is it because you happen to agree with his point of view no i i think i largely agree with richard bach's point of view i just hate the way it's presented because okay. it's fucking preachy and horseshit huh and horseshit bullshit horseshit nonsense huh um uh, hi guys I want to suggest this uh, wow this is a badly written question I want to suggest the Salomon's Keep game for the iPhone it's a fun little RPG with random generated dungeons and the main enemies are skeletons yeah Yeah, it sounds like I would like it have you played it yeah it's pretty good is it you don't get to hit them with a sword because you're a little wizard dude Okay, do you get to get to level up? Yes. And upgrades? When you when you level up, you get a choice of you're presented with two things out of a list of various things that you might upgrade and you Is one of them larger space balls? Uh yes. (laughs) Can you by space you mean fire. Can you can you choose to either shoot one additional space ball or make your existing space ball larger? Yes, you can. Wow cool um is it like a grid or no, are you 3ds it's, it's uh well it's both <laughs> it's diablo-esque okay diablo was on a grid yeah but you didn't uh, move from space to space you had freedom of movement 
and it's just did that your, the terrain your, is in a grid. Did your space balls move from space to space? <laughs> did your space balls originate in space? Why do That's you never shoot? Why balls. does a wizard never shoot a space ball at somebody? Space is cooler than fire, arguably. That's a big space ball. Uh, spicy. Spicy. Um, I mean... Would it hurt if you shot a space ball at somebody? I don't know. Like, a, you know, you, you know, when you use those things, those like air cannons yeah. that shoot a little ball of air, go, that's like a ball. That's like an air ball. Yeah. I can see why. Because then, you know, if you were a wizard and you shot an air ball at a goblin and it didn't do anything, the whole crowd would just yell air ball, <laughs> air ball and, and humiliate you <laughs> in front of all the other people on your wizard team. <laughs> But a space ball, I mean, it's ab- space is absolute zero, mm-hmm. so it frees some shit. You could, I mean, it could also just be like, here are some extra dimensions. It would suck that, like, if you shot a space ball at somebody and it hit them in, like, the arm, it would suck their arm into a space hole. <laughs> it could and fold it up into tiny hurt. little dimensions or something. Like, the, with, like if it had a little event horizon. Turn them into strings. Yeah. You could spaghettify them. Yeah, I, a 1D space ball would be pretty awesome. But like a space stick. Space point. Like a... Oh, a point, right. A two, that would be 2D if it was a space stick. Yeah, space point. Space, like... Oh, no, I guess, is 1D a stick and... Yeah, 2D is a plane. Yeah. So a, a two, 2D would be like throwing a frisbee at them. Yeah. So 1D would be like a space stick. 2D would be a space frisbee or a space window. Yeah. A space plate. Mm-hmm. Space magazine with only one page. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it could be pretty big. <laughs> you could have a lot of articles on, on one page. It depends on what, how, like, probably be what direction you're looking at it. Like, if, if you're getting a space stick thrown at you head on, it's going to look like a space point. Oh, that's <laughs> true. true. Yeah. And if you're getting a space, di- a space frisbee thrown at you, it's going like to look stick. like a space segment. Yeah. Well, yeah, stick. Yeah. I didn't say space line. Uh, Julian says, if you put in a new bit of content unannounced, where do you think it would take the longest to be discovered? Do you think it'd be someplace like the sea? Or if you added something to like the hidden temple, it only occurs after the city was unlocked? Stuff in the game itself gets found pretty fast. Like people are, people are adventuring almost everywhere all the time. Um, it depends on how subtle the piece of content is though, right? Like a new monster would get noticed pretty quick. A new drop would probably be slightly less obvious. I changed the art for the grass elemental like a couple weeks ago and nobody noticed until the quest rolled out. That's true. New art is not necessarily obvious. Yeah. Uh, Stupak doesn't like Cali Belgique. Probably because I still don't really like Belgian beers. Also, you should totally join Untapped. It's so fun. I got an email saying that Ross from Twilight Heroes had friend tried to friend me on Untapped, and then when I went to log into my account, I couldn't remember what the password was, and I used the password reset link, and uh, it gave me a new password, and then that password didn't work. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess I just can't use this website. What is Untapped? Anymore. It's a I don't know. It's a site where you tell people what beers you're drinking. You can review beers. Is that the? Is that that? Uh, it seems like app. a social networky kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I looked at that and I was like, it, it's just a bunch of people listing listing the beers that they're drinking, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to list what beer I'm drinking and where I'm drinking it. Like that seems uninteresting to me. 
I don't care what other people are drinking and where they're drinking. What I like is the what I like is the potential aggregate data. Like if you list that you've drunk like ten beers and that you like them, yeah, then you can look at somebody else who has drunk those ten beers and five more beers, and then find out what those five. Well, beers sure, are, you right? could do like, the, so that's you that, could do the, the like Netflix thing where you, we think you'd like these beers or whatever. Yeah, there was a there was a was it like moviecritic.com back in like the you know late 90s early thousands way before netflix and stuff like that there was a site that did the same kind of thing that was like you put in movies you like you rate them and then it will tell you other movies that you that you will like right and it was just really good at that you know also uh Stupak points out that it's daniel quinn not daniel craig yeah, yeah. Is that james, i didn't correct james you Wayne. i didn't correct yeah. you yeah. that's funny yeah. but whatever also not sure you got the point of that book i found it super poignant as a teenager less so now yeah i mean i was like 25 when i read it the first time so i, th- I honestly just remember him saying that agriculture was a bad idea yeah that's Which, all you remember it was kind of that was an interesting idea like the idea that we would be much happier as as a species if we weren't so busy like dealing with U- usb bullshit that like turns itself off when you like unplug and, the computer and the IRS. Yeah, and the IRS. Anything with basically three letter acronyms. <laughs> oh wow, shit. TLAs, PITAs. Yeah, see like the BJs? Totally awesome. Yeah, that's but, true. Um, but the NBA? Awful. Um, what about the ASPCA? Yeah, that's pretty good. Huh. It's just, Three is bad. It's not like the more the worse. It's just that or, three or is less, bad. Or less yeah. is be- better. Yeah. Like ICQ? Terrible. But uh, uh, Yahoo Messenger? It's really good. <laughs> That's a yem, though. Why? Oh, fuck. It's I instant mean, messenger. Um, AIM, uh, yem. Gchat. Sure. GC. Gchat is good. Yeah. Better than AIM, ICQ, YIM. Uh, some other people saying some other things. Man, I don't uh, Stupak saying that he thinks the cost of winning elections is the real problem. Our legislators aren't legislators, they're fundraisers. I mean, I feel like that's a natural consequence of democracy. We have nobody to blame but ourselves. It's, I mean, it's a consequence of the way that we've allowed democracy to be instantiated, right? Like, I don't think, I don't think the election process that we have is inherent to the notion of democracy, right? Like, it's you can have a group of 200 people that can elect somebody everyone participates everyone makes a good decision no money is exchanged in the process of like electing somebody the fact that we're trying to govern a country of 310 million people is pretty pretty tricky you know? yeah but how do you do that i mean how do you uh... maybe you don't maybe you, you just have a bunch of collectives you know mm-hmm. bunch of city franchise states like in snow crash you know maybe that doesn't work I, you know government has always been a problem i i'm a lot less sort of i don't know pessimistic about government than a lot of people i realize that it's not super efficient in a lot of ways and i realize that like it's kind of frustrating in a lot of other ways but i think a lot of people in government actually do want to make things better you know i don't think they're there just for i mean they're clearly not there for salaries like they might be there to like broke, I mean, broker power the, or whatever but it comes down to opinions of what is and isn't that's better. that's true that's true you know 
But a lot of people, I mean, the people want to like provide services, you know, they, people want roads, people want healthcare, you know, it's just, it's a question of how we get those things. I don't want healthcare or roads. If you don't have either of them, you're gonna have a hard time getting to the hospital. What hospital? Well, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right. I think we're gonna stop uh, stop doing a show. Sorry it was short. Sorry it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're sorry for our low opinion of ourselves. All right. Good night, everybody. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. See you. Have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs>